Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. To err is human. To really screw things up, it takes a podcaster, with or without a computer. Oopsies happen. Sometimes, leaning into our errors can uncover hidden intentions and creative growth. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. We are imperfect beings. It's not an overstatement to say that we would not be the species we are today were it not for mistakes. Mistakes are quite literally baked into our DNA. How we get here. Now, mistakes from a creativity standpoint, when you are a creative and you screw up, um, they're not quite as life and death, maybe not, maybe a little bit less existential questioning. Although sometimes it certainly might feel like, and I know some of the boo-boos I've made over time creativity have been really, really hard on my soul. I get that. I get that, right? We understand those things. But also, you can use your creative mistakes or the mistakes in your process of making a podcast, to be very specific, you can use sometimes these mistakes to, to work with these errors. These errors can sometimes be a gift. And for this episode today, I thought I would walk you through, in no particular order, 10 examples of what I mean by that. 10 examples of how something in the podcasting process you might be doing can go wrong and what you can do with that as a way to grow, as a way to accept it, as a way to embrace it and say, well, this is what I've done. Can I run with it? A little bit maybe towards the, hey, I meant to do that mentality, but you know, not making an excuse for anything or anything silly. So here we go. In no particular order, 10 ways that you can kind of lean into these mistakes, make them. So maybe, for example, something that if you haven't experienced this, you will experience this, I promise, eventually. Maybe you accidentally publish your episode on the wrong day or at the wrong time. That assumes that you have, which you should have, a set publishing schedule of a time and a day. Uh, sometimes you just get it wrong, especially if you're planning things out in advance. Maybe you publish things on the wrong day or at the wrong time, as I have done. See what happens. I mean, if, if that happened, you look, you can't go back in time and fix it. You can, there's no way to, to unpublish something and then republish it again. I mean, you can, but it's, it's not going to do anything, right? So instead of freaking out over it and beating yourself up for it, this is an opportunity to learn. What happened? Did the number of accesses to your file change for that particular episode? Did the comments change? Did you get more or less feedback? Did anything, did, did it feel better? Did you, were you able to get stuff done differently? Did it, did it kind of fit? Did it, who knows? You've got to look at the data sometimes. 
Now, maybe it happens in line. Maybe you're in the process of doing things and there's a, you know, if you're like me, you've got a set chain that you follow. And maybe when you're adding in those effects, you forgot. Like maybe you forgot to add, I don't know, noise reduction, for example. Or maybe you didn't put the compression always the same way that you do on the line or you didn't color it. I don't know. Something else in the mastering process that you would normally do every single time you just didn't do. Well, just like before, what are the results? Did it sound different to you? Probably so. But did it sound different to your audience? Did, in fact, some people comment and say, hey, I really like it when I had the background sounds of traffic in there because they were kind of halfway muted in and out. I don't know. You've got to figure out, you know, what do you think that did? You now have a different sound. Is it a sound that you and your audience actually likes? Maybe when you're also inside of there, you maybe you line up your next segments, your, your segments of your show. Maybe uh, maybe there's a bed music playing underneath the interview, and then normally you come right back in with your recap. But maybe you let that drag out for too long. Maybe, you know, who knows why this happened, but there's a three or four or a 10 second gap and the music just plays by itself for a while. Eeh, terrible. Or maybe the gap is suddenly normally normally put five seconds in there. And for whatever reason, you only put in, a, you know, maybe less than a second of that of that gap. How did it sound? Clearly, it was unintentional, but is it is it good? Do you like it when that music kind of rides out for the long time? Does it give people more time to think about what they were listening to? Or, on the opposite side, does the tighter show make it flow, make it snappier? What did your listeners think? What did you think looking at this thing that you've already done? Maybe when you were promoting things, you published the entire episode as an audiogram, if it'll actually fit, right? Because you can do that. Certain tools will allow you to take an entire MP3 file and make an entire audiogram out of it. Now, maybe you can't publish that to all the platforms, but what if that happened? Did it, does it work? I mean, maybe you even published it. Did that audiogram get more engagement? Do people like it more? Do they say, hey, here's a new way for me to, I can listen to the whole thing right here in my whatever social app that plays 30 long minute files? Hmm. Maybe so. Doesn't have to be in production. Doesn't have to be in production. It could be the fact that you screwed up when you were trying to vet a guest and you've got the absolute wrong person on the program. You're in the middle of asking questions and they have no idea about the topic at hand. Okay, but do they have an interesting story? Can you find an angle in there? Maybe it's not what you thought it was going to be, but is there something you can do with that content later? Maybe not for the very next episode because you already had this planned, but maybe there's some value in doing a bonus episode occasionally with some weird thing. Maybe you're recording on the road and you brought the wrong microphone with you. Or, as I have done many times, you didn't bring a microphone at all, even though I have nine of them sitting over there. Well, you know what? I've got my phone. You've got your phone. There are other opportunities to try something different. Maybe you know it's not going to sound like it normally does when you're talking into your big SM7B microphone, so... You can't do that, but what can you do different because of this mistake that you made? Did you let your music licensing subscription lapse? Oops, that happens sometimes, especially for those of us that have big productions. We, We forget that's happened. Now we don't have that, or maybe we can't get it anymore. Well, so what do you do? Are there options to go to the Free Sounds Project or some other places, and maybe it's a time to go experiment and find new stuff? Because there's a lot of different subscription services out there. You're going to have to pay somebody. Hmm. Try something different. 
Or again, you're publishing, you're, you're editing somewhere else and you forgot your computer, you didn't bring your studio computer with you and you're just on your laptop and you don't have your big fancy DAW with all your plugins. Well, maybe you do download something like Audacity or a free tool. You remember how to use these things. <laughs> you haven't been in a while, but they're still there. Maybe that raw, interesting, you know, less, uh, less produced sometimes can be fun occasionally. See how that goes. Maybe you didn't even schedule anything properly. Maybe you just didn't have a, someone set up as a guest or you didn't have your topics ready to go or something else in the process of the schedule happened and it throws everything a kilter. Okay, lean into it. What's the worst that can happen? Just give it a shot. Talk about something. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But, you know, lean in and, and try to see what happens. Maybe you forgot to socially promote the episode. You're really good about producing episodes on time, and you've got this entire series, uh, a waterfall process of going through and promoting them, and you didn't do it. Well, again, what happened with that episode? Did the access points change? Did you get more or less engagement? Did people suddenly l are responding to you more because you're flooding your social less with all of these standard promotion love? I don't know. That was quick, 10 quick things. And I thought about a dozen more as, in, as I was preparing for all this. Now, before we wrap this thing up, look, I'm not talking about escaping and ignoring factual errors or glaring mistakes. Don't publish a WAV file instead of an MP3. Don't put out an episode, or if you do put out an episode where all of the tracks are ran together in one gobbledygook, incomprehensible thing, no one wants to listen to that. If you got the wrong date when you were talking about the war of 1812, fix that kind of stuff in post. Clearly you want to do that, but the other ones treat them actually as a gift. Now, you can help me by telling one person you know about podcast pontifications, another working podcaster who needs to be listening to this show, send them a personal note telling them to listen to podcast pontifications. And if you like what I have to say, go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and toss a few shekels my way. It really helps keep the show going and shows me that you love what I do. Buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra. No episodes from me on Friday. Enjoy your weekend. I shall be back on Monday with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. 
you can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.